On this episode, you will see that in the beginning, when God said, let us make man after our likeness, he was talking about a family, a family on earth that would mirror his family in heaven. And the chaos we see on earth now is due to not following the order he put in place. Stay tuned. Life was bitter to the core There was nothing to live for Until love came My name is Harold J. Perkins And at the age of 17 I was selling drugs And on my way to an early grave While sitting in my house with about 10 guys God gave me an out-of-body experience And I was lifted above the room I could see everything moving in slow motion After that I got up and put those guys out And I cried out to Jesus Christ He came into my life with liberty and purpose. Then I ran into religion. And it has taken me over 40 years to navigate through religion to fully understand what came into me that day. This podcast is to help put you on a faster track than it took me to get through religion and experience life, liberty, and purpose on a higher level. So get ready. We're about to start a revolution. Again, welcome. I'm excited about getting into this episode. I'll start with a question. Why is the world so messed up today? Why are things in so much chaos? Everything seems to be out of order. Many may say it's corrupt government and evil leadership around the world. That's the problem. Well, would not God know why there is chaos and how to correct it? If we go back to the book of beginnings, the book of Genesis, we see that there was darkness and no order in the beginning of creation. And what was the first thing God did to set things in order after he created everything? The first thing God did was establish a family. And he set the order of the family from the beginning. The problems and chaos we're seeing in the world today began when the family got out of order. And most families today are still out of order. If you don't have a family yet, It's good you're about to hear this episode because you can set the right order from the beginning. Before government came, God set up family. I'll show you on this episode that the kingdom of God is family first, a family that functions as one unit, an orderly family that never overlaps the other's responsibility. Mankind was to imitate and model after the family of heaven, the first family. When we model the family of heaven's order, the world will see the kingdom of God in manifestation. I'm going to start with something in the book of Genesis that seems to be out of order for God to say it in the way that he does, but it's done on purpose so we get the correct order of the family. Let me say up front, there's nothing more powerful on earth than a family that operates in the order God intended. Listen to Genesis chapter 1 verses 26 through 28. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowls of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. And God blessed them and God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue and have dominion over all the 
fish of the sea and over the fowls of the air and over every living thing that creeps upon the earth. This was given to a family. Now notice God said, let us. Who is us? I'll deal with this later, but not understanding who us is clearly contributes to the issues that we see the family not being in order today. But what I want you to see now is that God said he made man, male and female, in his image. But we're going to see in a minute that he only brought the male version of man first. But he's talking about both of them here. Why is that? We're going to see it in a minute. Let's go to Genesis chapter 2, verses 15 through 23. And the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, the male version of man, the female version is not here at this time. Verse 16 again. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, of every tree of the garden you may eat freely. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat of it. For in the day that you eat thereof, you shall surely die. And the Lord said, it is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him a helpmate for him. And out of the ground, the Lord God formed every beast of the field. Wait a minute. Why are you going to talk about beasts? You said you talking about man being alone. Why are you moving on and not going on and creating the woman yet? There's a reason. Verse 19 again, and out of the ground, the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air and brought them unto Adam to see what he would call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof. And Adam gave names to all cattle and to the fowl of the air and to every beast of the field. But for Adam, there was not found an helpmate for him. Now we're going back to her. Verse 21. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh therein. And the rib which the Lord God had taken from man made he a woman and brought her unto man. And Adam said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman or womb man because she was taken out of man. Notice that the female version of man was not on the scene when Adam was given instruction about the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, nor was she there when Adam named the animals. God did this on purpose and had this written this way so we can see order of the family. Adam was to be the leader. This is why he didn't have the woman on the scene yet. Notice that Adam named the animals. Adam was given instruction about the tree. What we're about to read now is where the order was not followed. And it led to this mess that we're in right now. Let's go to Genesis chapter 3, verses 1 through 6. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. This is an animal that Satan, the devil, is about to use. And he said unto the woman, Yea, has God said, you shall not eat of the tree of the garden? And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. And the serpent said unto the woman, You shall not surely die, 
For God knows that in the day that you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be open and you shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eye and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also unto her husband who was with her and he did eat. Now, Adam failed at his responsibility of leading the family. He was given the instruction and he did not teach his wife, nor did he stop her from leading the both of them to death. You can see that he didn't teach her properly because she said to the serpent, we can't eat nor touch the tree. God said nothing about touching the tree. We also see that Adam was standing right there while she ate and then he ate. Adam was to be the spiritual leader for his family. God spoke to him, not Eve. This was written and done in this way so we understand the order. The female version of man was to help the male version of man, not lead, and not help in a subservient way, but to complement him in a way that they operate as one, just like the family of heaven. The earthly family was to be a reflection of the heavenly family. I'm going to get into the roles of the male and the female. But first, I'm going to show you how much Adam failed. Adam first had two sons after this, Cain and Abel. Cain, the older brother, killed his younger brother, Abel. That, too, was on Adam's watch. Adam failed as a husband, and he failed as a father. He did not exercise his authority. God expected Adam to teach his family. The male version of man was to lead and teach his family. This is God's expectation. Where we can see this clearly is why God chose Abraham. God knew Abraham would fulfill his responsibility as head of family. I'm going to Genesis chapter 18, verses 16 through 18. This is when God uh, had angels come down and talk to Abraham, and he's about to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. But he says, hey, I got to let Abraham know what I'm about to do, but I want you to listen to why he says he's going to tell Abraham this. Again, I'm at Genesis 18, verses 16 through 18. And the men rose up. It was really angels in the form of men. They rose up from there and looked toward Sodom. And Abraham went with them to bring them on the way. And the Lord said, shall I hide from Abraham that thing which I do? Seeing that Abraham shall become a great and mighty nation, and all nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. For I know him, that he will command his children and his household after him, and they shall keep the way of the Lord to do justice and judgment, that the Lord may bring upon Abraham that which he had spoken of him. God knew Abraham would teach and lead his household and his children would continue in his way. God is known as the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. His son and grandson continued in the way that he taught them. Here is the major problem in our world and in God's church today. The male version of man is not being the spiritual leadership of his household. In most churches, we see more women than men. So who's leading at home? Now, I'm not belittling women's leadership. I'm going to deal with that later, showing that woman is far more powerful than this world tells her she is. 
But there is a reason God made the mailman leader of the family. I'm talking about the family here, not the church. God started at home to impact the world. The male version of man is made differently than the female version. Father God, the masculine version of the Godhead, is leading the family of heaven, not Holy Spirit and not Jesus. Jesus said, my father is greater than I. They are one, but the Father God has the responsibility of leading. Now, the other issue in regards to the earthly family imitating the family of heaven is thinking that woman is subservient to man, and the devil is behind this. For thousands of years, the devil has used the male version of man to treat the female version of man like she was a servant because he knew that one day she would bring the seed of Jesus Christ to wound his head. Listen to Genesis chapter 3, verse 15. This is right when man fell, and and God speaks something to the devil who, right here, here's what he says to him. And I will put enmity between you and the woman, between your seed and her seed. It shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. The devil has had success in keeping women down in the world and in the church. But why the church? Because the church does not see the family of heaven as it really is. Listen to Genesis chapter 1, verse 27 again. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. God said, let us make man male and female like us. If the us God is talking about does not include a feminine version in the Godhead, why is God saying let us? He said he was making man male and female like himself, like us. Now, this is why the male man was created first, to give us a picture of the family of heaven. Listen to Genesis 2, 21 to 23. And God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead thereof. And the rib which the Lord God had taken from man made he a woman and brought her unto the man. And Adam said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. The female version of man came out of the male version of man, just like the Godhead. Holy Spirit came out of Father God, just like woman came out of man. One God and one man. God only sees one man. Listen to Genesis chapter 5, verse 2. Male and female created he them and blessed them and called their name Adam in the day when they were created. Notice that God called them both Adam. Adam called his wife Eve. Listen to Genesis chapter 3, verse 20. And Adam called his wife's name Eve because she was the mother of all living. God created man to be one, a masculine version and a feminine version, just like the Godhead. If you've been around church for a long time, this is challenging for you to swallow. All of my life, I was told God the Father, God the Son, God Holy Spirit, which is like a dove. How can that be? A dove in the Godhead? 
In Genesis 1-2, it says that the Spirit of God, Holy Spirit, was hovering over the earth. And God the Father said, let there be light, and light came by Holy Spirit giving birth to the seed of what God said. The original Hebrew writing has Holy Spirit mentioned in the feminine gender here in the verse Genesis chapter 1 verse 2. This is the image of God that man was made in, masculine and feminine. If you go back and listen to the episodes that I did on is there femininity in the Godhead, you'll get more detail on this there. If we are going to rise up and be the mighty people we are, we have to assume our proper roles. How can we if we don't see them clearly? The male version of man is to imitate Father God in heaven, being the spiritual leader of the home, taking time to hear from God and then teaching his family, not lording over the female version of man, but understanding that she is one with him and can contribute to his leadership in a way that makes him better. And the female version of man has to come out of the shell this world has made for her to live in. Looking at Holy Spirit and seeing her powerful feminine role she plays in the Godhead and being like her. And what about the son Jesus? I believe Jesus is the greatest son of all, and a great son will carry the characteristics of both of his great parents. And as our Lord, we are to imitate him. The Godhead is one, and we are all, male and female, in the Godhead. What a family we're a part of. All are one. One with the Father, one with Holy Spirit, and one with the Son, Jesus. One family, moving in our different roles, but still one. The Bible is meant to give us a mirror to look into and see ourselves. If the male version of man sees the female version of man as a reflection of Holy Spirit, a part of the Godhead, how can he lift his hand to hit her? I've heard of pastors who preached on Sunday and went home and beat his wife. He can't be seeing her as the image of God. We can only become who we see ourselves to be first. And we can only treat one another as we should by seeing all of mankind in the light of who we really are. The Bible reveals the truth. We are one human family with one God who has made us in his image. Black, white, male, and female, all meant to be one united family. But it starts at home, setting the right environment at home that carries out to our schools, our businesses, our government, and to the world. Let me say right here, if you don't know our living Savior, Jesus Christ, you can get to know him now. Pray this prayer with me. Say, God, I believe that you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to die for my sins. Jesus, I accept you into my life as my Lord and my Savior. Help me to live this life. Thank you. That's it. It's that simple. If you believe what you just prayed, he has come in. Start reading the Bible for yourself. You can start in the book of St. John and in the book of Romans, and God will begin to show you his purpose for your life, and he'll begin to show himself unto you. Okay, we'll see you on the next episode.